Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie, Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Leonard. And this is minute three of Fright Night. It begins with Nina still eyeing Jonathan's neck, and it ends with Nina being staked as we start looking around Charlie's room. So we begin with Nina about to feast on Jonathan. Okay, so Nina says, has anyone ever told you it was beautiful you know this is him this is her talking about his neck and he's like no <laughs> it's just like i'm just thinking to myself i mean jonathan said like no that doesn't come up often in fact i think if if a girl said that to me my first instinct would be get the fuck away from me vampire like <laughs> yeah. you, you are a vampire it? right <laughs> so i'm wondering if in this movie that we soon to find out uh, is called uh, blood castle does jonathan know that vampires exist but anyway, that that's I don't have to worry about that movie. Uh, tune in for Blood Castle, minute by minute, uh, coming soon. <laughs> it's uh, gonna be a short one. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be this scene inside this scene. <laughs> so yeah, again, he has anyone told you it was beautiful? And Jonathan's like, uh, no. And then you know he's thinking to himself, you know, this is kind of weird. And then she suddenly says, "Come lay your head on my breast." And then I'm sure in Jonathan's mind, it's like, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but cool. sure, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> It's the 80s, although it's not because it's Blood Castle. And this probably takes place like 100 years ago, but whatever. So we see uh, we see young Peter with uh, brown hair and his oh my face. Well, that's when we realize he's a he's a vampire hunter, right? Mm-hmm. That's when he takes a briefcase out, sets it his bag or whatever it is, and oh, it's a, sets it on the counter. It's a giant box, Len. Yeah, it's a giant box. Yeah, uh, he slams this box down. He's you know this is very covert Peter Vincent stuff. <laughs> And then he opens these loud steel clasps that just clang open. And then he, he he doesn't stop there. He slams open. After he opens it, he slams open the inner partition and opens it up into you know, like a trifold. Right. It's just kind of like a, hold on a second. I know you hear me out here. I know you're about to feast, but I got, I'm got i getting a weapon. So just kind of like hold on until <laughs> like you get alarmed by this, you know. I got a kick, I got a kick out of that too. And still, it, it's going back from... Nina and Jonathan outside and all of this is taking place on the television if we didn't mention a close up of the TV set scene within a scene like you said Robin Um, Nina and Jonathan are obviously outside and then it keeps cutting back to Peter Vincent who's inside but it just doesn't really you don't know what the hell's going on at first like how is he hearing them like what (laughs) we we get we get to see that shortly but I that box the case vampire hunting equipment I've always wanted to own something like that just as a prop in the office okay and after seeing this it's it's reignited my want of that i'm gonna have to start putting that together spoilers for minute four everybody len's gonna have a giant peter vincent box in his office that he's gonna tell us about that will probably be solved (laughs) uh, signed by the prop manager of fright night Uh, so look forward to that but i gotta tell you this box not practical at all it's just overkill no pun intended. Like you open it up and it's just crosses and holy water. Uh, and there's then a gun. There's a there's a gun. There's th- three giant carved stakes. And then just inside the box, they're just littered with crucifixes and crosses. Who is all this stuff for? <laughs> like maybe double up your weapons. 
you know, like a couple of stakes in one pocket, a couple of crosses in the other, you know, just in case you drop one. You like load, like get some well, holsters, maybe a utility belt. Why a giant box? <laughs> well, that's the way you did it uh, in the 1800s or whenever uh-huh. Bloodcastle takes place. But the the so many crosses and rosaries and things does seem to be a little bit of a you know overkill, like you said, because generally crosses and garlic, it, in my mind, uh, and until this movie, I've never thought of crosses as being an actual weapon, but rather just a you know, and it sort of works as defense in this film too. But it yeah. seems more of a repellent than than something that you would use to kill a vampire unless there's a stake carved on the end of it. So having that many crosses and rosaries is kind of silly. Like what? What, what the hell are you doing with those, man? You'd only need one. I mean, you, know? you only need one. If you have a giant box like that, I assume you are the backup for about five different vampire hunters that are there. Like, <laughs> who's bringing the box? Oh, man, Peter's got the box again. All right, where's Peter? Yeah. Oh, I hear Don't him in the other room it. as he slams open this box. <laughs> uh, so um, Peter selects a cross from his giant box and uh, steps in and tells her to stop, you creature of the night. And then Nina sisses at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say it's a hiss, but it's not. It's like a hiss, you know? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's And then she's like, who are you who interrupts my nightly feeding? It's just this hilarious B-movie acting. Yeah, that delivery is so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. I watched it over and over. Oh, my God. Um, but it, it's like I couldn't tell. Is, is this on purpose or did just – did casting God, you know, I do such so. a great job? God, I hope so. Um, it re- really reminded me, and uh, kudos to Tom, you know, directing this scene, I would say. It reminds me of Dark Shadows, mm. which is a vampire television show. It has that soap opera uh, shot on video feel. It's kind of, right. you know, people mess their lines up. They're, nobody's that confident. Uh, You're talking about the Johnny Depp <laughs> yeah. movie. No, I'm not talking about that piece of shit. No. Uh, yeah, the, the classic gothic soap opera. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, imagine doing that minute by minute. That just would be the rest of your life, I think. Uh, it would be. <laughs> and then some. But yeah, she is. It is funny because you know, and I and I tend to think that it is um, on purpose because her like I don't know her face and her body is just kind of like she's really trying to trying to be. She's hamming it up. That's yeah, great. Hamming it up exactly. So then Peter says, "I am," and then he just like struggles to put the cross in his pocket and then he pulls out a hammer and stake i don't know where from not from the box so he does have pockets i'm just saying the box is useless i mean why does he have to bring luggage to this plane (laughs) i'm sorry blood castle brought to you by samsonite (laughs) but it's just funny how he kind of like he struggles for a minute before he can finish the sentence to say peter vincent vampire killer and then i mean i'm sure you noticed he steps towards her with a hammer and a stake and the stake is pointed the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sure that's intentional just Gotta to play be. up that sort of B movie thing. And that's where we finally get the, the uh, veranda reveal, right? Yeah. That they're outside. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because this is another way to, uh, that kind of points out that this might be all on purpose to make it look like a B movie because I noticed the stake, even the blunt end of the stake is kind of has a blue tint on it like yeah it's marked as a prop or something (laughs) um the uh script says 
that it's one of those terrible AIP slash hammer horror films. Woman, obviously a vampire, talking to one of those vapid juveniles used so much in these types of films. So Tom is just kind of like spitting on (laughs) AIP and uh, hammer horror. And I did... uh, However, it seems to me that he... Uh, is also paying them homage a little yes. because Peter Vincent, I would say, is Peter Cushing and Vincent Price. They are two names who were Hammer Horror movie yes legends. I got some uh, some trivia actually of uh, these uh, these two film studios since we're here. So AIP stands for American International Pictures. Um, these are the kind of movies that were uh, you know like Roger Corman. They're geared towards teens. They were like you know I was a teenage werewolf. You know stuff like that. I couldn't help. I, I, I'm sorry for elaborating here, but the, when I was looking up about AIP, I got some interesting stuff. One of the owners, his name is Samuel Arkoff, okay? A-R-K-O-F-F. And he attributes the Arkoff formula for the success of his movies, okay? So A for action, exciting, entertaining drama. R for revolution or novel or controversial themes and ideas. K for killing. He says a modicum of violence. <laughs> O for oratory, which is notable dialogue and speeches. F for fantasy, which is acted out fantasies. And F for fornication. Uh, so he says sex appeal <laughs> for young adults. <laughs> Man, I want to turn my last name into an acronym for something <laughs> yeah. awesome. Like the, yeah, yeah, for, for sure. Another like bit of trivia popped up about this too, which made me even more like, what is, this is definitely where Hollywood got its start, uh, how it thinks about releasing movies. Their publicity department devised a strategy called the Peter Pan syndrome. They came up with this. A younger child will watch anything an older child will watch. An older child will not watch anything a younger child will watch. A girl will watch anything a boy will watch. A boy will not watch anything a girl will watch. Therefore, to catch your greatest audience, you have to zero in on the 19-year-old male. That's what you have to pitch your movie towards in order to make some, you know, massive box office. So, Wow. Yeah. Roger Corman movies came from there. The, those Edgar Allan stories, Edgar Allan Poe stories, um, and then the Beach Party stuff came from that studio. And, of course, uh, you know, Hammer Horror is a little bit more well-known, I think, to this audience. I mean, you know, British Gothic Car, Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing, uh, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, The Mummy, all that stuff. Yeah, so this is Tom Holland riffing, but in his script, he, he doesn't seem to have much respect for it. But it seems that he's going to also say, okay, I understand this is where I'm coming from. This is where horror came from. But I'm going to give you my own version of the teenager versus the vampire. So I don't know. The script kind of sets it up. And so as Peter stakes uh, Miss Nina and she and Jonathan scream, which is just like hilarious. Like we barely yeah. – and it's here where we we first barely see poor Bob Corf who is horrified as his date is being murdered by Peter Vincent <laughs> because he's got his hands over his face and they're just as – you know, screaming. And that's when the camera starts looking around the bedroom and that's where this minute ends. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, or thanks for listening. We're still needing a closing thing. but um, So quick shout out to the guys behind the Movies by Minute Phenomenon. That's Alex and Pete from Star Wars Minute. Also, if you want to find more podcasts that cover movies minute by minute, please visit moviesbyminutes.com. And we're going to be back tomorrow with more Fright Night. But until then, please follow us on Twitter, at Fright Night Min. Send your feedback to frightnightminute at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> <laughs> You're so cool, bro.